Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. You know, life is really busy, especially if you're balancing kids, aging parents, and a budding business. Is it really possible to have it all? Well, as an author, inspirational speaker, business life strategist, coach, entrepreneur, course creator, trainer, mom, and a child of God, Vicki Vokara empowers female entrepreneurs who are trying to grow a business, struggling to balance their work, life, achieve more, and stress less. Vicki is committed to helping her clients enjoy spending time with their families, having fun, and savor the joys of personal growth that comes from growing their business. Leveraging 30 plus years of experience in management and training in the corporate world, along with her own transformational experience, Vicki guides women to take charge of their lives, live out their purpose, and have fun along their journey. No wonder I'm super stoked to chat with Vicki. Vicki, welcome. Thank you very much for having me here today. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank you. Oh, we're blessed to have you. I love what you're doing because you're absolutely right. People get pulled in so many different directions. They they don't know which end is up and it can mm-hmm. be really, really stressful. So I, I'm delighted to get into this with you and chat with you more about it. Now, one of the things that makes the abundance journey a little bit different, we always start with what's called an intention. An intention is how you want to feel and what you want to create together through this collaborative conversation that we're about to have. So if you imagine, it's kind of like a prayer because there are lots of advantages in doing this. I always start with in love and light, and that is Mm -hmm. acknowledging that the God of your understanding is an active partner side by side with you helping you make this happen. So it's almost like you're typing in the address in your GPS. You know what I yeah. mean? And yes. Letting the power of the GPS guide you where you want to go. And I love this because it reminds me a lot of looking for shooting stars. Because if you've ever tried to see shooting stars, yeah, sure, you have to look at one spot in the star field, but then you open up your peripheral vision. So any stray little bit of light grabs your attention. You actually get to see a shooting star. You know, if you're just totally fixated, you miss them. (laughs) So so (laughs) this is actually a way for us to open up our peripheral vision so we receive that guidance, that direction from the God of your understanding to actually achieve and experience the intention we want to create. Now, what we do, I have a rough draft and I would love for you to give me some feedback on this because it's us, we are creating this together. So I'm gonna copy and paste real quick. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release to the divine all unsupportive thoughts and emotions associated with the demands, requirements and challenges in our lives So we show up as the radiant light of love and possibility in everything we think, say, and do. Thank you, Divine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is done. Any suggestions? Any 
No, I think just being open to that is the biggest thing is it's learning to open to your God of design thing else. And that, that is probably one of my transformations that I tell people is you got to just start someplace. Yes. Yeah. And there's also a logic behind how I close the intention. It's important to say thank you <laughs> always. Yes. So I yes. always say thank you with a great deal of feeling. The it is done at the very end is a reminder to us. Yes. We finished typing in the GPS. Mm-hmm. We don't have to keep typing. We yep. don't have to keep struggling. We can stay with it. Now, here's the part that's the hardest for people. I'm going to read the intention out loud. And then in total silence for 78 seconds, we are going to hold the energy of that intention. And just notice what shows up for you. Notice if you feel tingling in your body somewhere. Notice if there's just a certain string of words that just really hit home to you and keep coming up again and again and again in your mind. Just sit with it and notice it. By holding this space, you're really getting the attention of the God of your understanding because the latest research shows that human beings have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. I mean, we (laughs) have so many ideas and thoughts and all kinds of stuff going every which way at the same time. It's no wonder the divine's going, uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) you're asking for one thing, you're asking for a thousand things. Wait, 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 okay. (laughs) So, so it's hard for us as human beings to hold that thought for 78 seconds. So if you are listening to this podcast, you will hear total silence for 78 seconds. If you are watching, no problem. Whatever you're doing, if it's safe for you to join us, just hold that space with us because this is such an incredibly powerful technique. And you'll notice what shows up for you through the course of this conversation once you've joined us in holding this intention. Okay, with all that preamble, (laughs) let's go ahead and get started. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release to the divine all unsupportive thoughts and emotions associated with the demands, requirements, and challenges in our lives. So we show up as the radiant light of love and possibility in everything we think, say, and do. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done.
We give thanks, and so it is. Wow. <laughs> that was really powerful. Actually, to stop and try not to think of anything and just to focus is it's it takes time and struggle to do that. You know, and that to when you to learn when your mind goes somewhere else to bring it back into center again. Yeah. And, you know, it was really interesting because you said something shortly before we got started about how important it is for us to be willing to kind of release all that junk, right? <laughs> we did have a lot of stuff clogging up our minds and all the distractions, all those responsibilities, all those challenges, all the issues and 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 the emotions that come up around that. And you said it's so important to understand that we need to just let that part go and then listen, tune in, you know, because we're so distracted with the doingness that we forget about the beingness and how, mm -hmm. how much power there is and how we're just being. It's to stop and just to wait for the response, but you got to stop and listen for it, you know, type of an idea of what to do. And we, sometimes we just, like you said, jump to the next thing and forget about savoring what we are having and how grateful we should be for what we do have instead of worrying about the next at, or all of a sudden. Oh, that is so beautiful. You know, Vicki, I would love to find out kind of what got you started doing what you're doing right now? Because it's so important. There's so many people who are struggling with things like this and, and they need that support. They need that guidance. Why are you so passionate about this? A lot of it has to do, and I appreciate that, my own journey. And most of us, it is the thing else is when you, you have to go through it, to me, I think to be able to be a good coach or be a big thing else, to know what people are actually going through. You know, I, I can't go coach on something I've never done or never experienced, not at least as good or uh, to me as authentic to it. Um, so for me, a lot of it was in just my transformation, my basically started back around 2015 when I found my God thing else and found that I could love myself that I didn't. And I was, you know, I was go, I went through that. I'd always put myself down, didn't feel worthy. And till I started to realize of what I'm worth, I couldn't give it out to somebody else as a, if I wanted to start doing coaching and stuff like that. So you got to, I went through that own transformation. I went through a health transformation and I lost a lot of weight. I then started working on myself uh, for anything else. I was then also um, in that time period for at least two years, a full-time caregiver for my mother who has now passed on it. But with that, and I really believe if I didn't go through those things that I went through first and have the shift of the mindset of being so negative to positive, I wouldn't have been able to take care of her because she had that negative because she had all time as it was legally blind. So I had to have the strength and then positivity for both of us. And I worked a full-time job and I, you know, my mom and, you know, thing else to it. I have four dogs, you know, that's the thing else. So all the, everybody was in this house at one time, but it is those kind of things and trying to then realize there's got to be more that I'm designed for than my job. You know, my job has been, it's, and I still have it, it's till I can build this business enough to, to completely stand on its own. But my job, like I said, it's been a blessing, but it's not what's inside of me. 
And that's what I felt where a lot of us do. We are stuck with what we've told we have to do that nine to five where we should be. And that's it and not pursue what really we want. Mm-hmm. So that is where I kind of started really into the coaching of it, a thing for it. Because back in my retail, I did a lot of training and coaching. I put together a lot of um, manual type of stuff and checklist and all of those things. And I enjoyed all that because I love to having those tools to give somebody to say, here, here's an easier way to do your job on it on a day in a day out basis. Because I remember back in retail, we had like, big SOP manuals. And it's like, okay, I need to know what I'm doing every day. That's my good resource to go back to. But what is my job every day? At one point, I was training like 20 new managers coming in. And I was like, I have to keep this organized. I made up manuals type of an idea for they could take back to their stores to be able to do their day in a day out job. And I found as a coach, you know, people could learn the bigger things, but unless you know the action steps to take every day or how to organize those action steps, you don't have the achievement, you know, mm-hmm. for it. So that was kind of where I started. And when I started as an entrepreneur, I found there wasn't too many coaches for the beginning people to give us those type of tools and learn how to work on ourselves a little first. Oh, Yeah. Most of the coaches were, if you're a six, seven figure coach, and those are great coaches when you're at that level. But I found when you're at a beginning level, there's no, there wasn't that many people to help you first learn who you are and then learn how to use that in your life and in your business with your family as well. You know, you've made so many brilliant points. It's hard to know which ones to highlight, really. But I'm taking a few quick notes because you said so many brilliant things. And I think it's really important. Most of us don't love ourselves. Most of us are totally focused on all the things we think we could have, would have, should have done better, no matter what the situation is. Mm -hmm. And, And you're so right. Being willing to be comfortable with who you are and as you are is beautiful. That's exactly where you need to start. You need to fill yourself up and be so kind and loving and compassionate with yourself that you're happy with who you are and that overflows and you are a magnet to everybody else. It's not an egocentric thing. It's not a, oh, I'm the best thing since sliced bread. No, 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 no. It's a comfort level with yourself and and being able to laugh off your faults it was really funny just this last weekend i have to tell you this because it's it's orthogonal but it's related so we were shopping in this little town near us and my husband saw this little dish towel with a saying on it and as soon as he read it to me i laughed so hard i had to go buy the towel (laughs) so the, the towel says not to brag or anything but i finished this 14 day diet in three hours and 38 minutes. <laughs> you can't miss the point here. Just a tad. And, you know, and it's so funny because we will get fixated on something and we think, okay, this is how to do it. And I'm just going to power through. And no matter what, I'm not going to stop. But being able to step back and have that bigger picture, it's really mm-hmm. hard to, especially when you're starting out and you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah, and that's what it is. Give you that objective perspective. That is just invaluable. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it is because you don't know the difference to it. And it is a point of just, and it's not that you're going to master it. It's going to come up those self-doubts again. But the thing is, is if you learn the tools of how to recognize them and don't go down a spiral and call them out, you can move forward. Yes, that is absolutely true. And one of the things that I learned, I know you don't know a ton about me, Vicki, but I was blessed to have a stroke. And during my stroke, I had a conversation with our higher power and I got a complete download about how everything works. And <laughs> one of the key points that works is we are deliberately designed to experience contrast, the difference between what is working and what isn't working. And whatever comes up in between that is designed to inspire us to move into love and be more loving for ourselves and for mm -hmm. others. And we don't always do that, but that's part of the process as part of the journey. So when the stuff hits the fan, instead of thinking, oh no, I want everybody to think, oh, cool. That means... <laughs> I've graduated to a higher level of spiritual connection. I'm more in tune with the divine. I've been coming from my higher self on a more regular basis. So they had to up the ante. They had That's to get me back into this space of discomfort to see if I'm still committed to coming from my higher self and still committed to listening. I like that. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Why you're thinking I like that, I, the thought of it, because it, it's the challenge that you keep going and we keep wanting, but you, you sometimes got to realize the challenge. You got to start over to start a new challenge. <laughs> you do. And it's important to acknowledge how you feel. I don't, I could go on with you on this forever, but technically <laughs> this is called the abundance journey. And most okay. people are going to look at this and go, yeah, but she's, she's a business success coach. What does that have to do with abundance? In, given the work that you do with your clients, they're really after this work-life balance Mm -hmm. How are you defining abundance for your clients? Well, to me, abundance is not, people say physical or money is what they always think of abundance. To me, abundance is fill, your life filled. Are you doing what you want to do? Are you enjoying your life? Do you have the abundance of that and realizing um, the power that could have? Because when you said you're filled up and it, you know, yes, finances and money is a great thing. If you utilize it correctly, that's a good abundance. But abundance is not a physical thing to me. Abundance is just the way you feel that you you feel full of joy. Yeah. You feel that abundance of whatever that may be for you um, for it. And to me, abundance is also, I guess, what you leave on it that are you leaving a legacy are you leaving a thing and you know to kind of kind of offer to it is i don't know if you've ever heard of the poem the dash oh a long time ago could you share it with me yeah it's just a, the highlight of it is what the dash between the day you're born and the day you die what does that dash stand for and we had read that at my mother's funeral, which, like I said, is just over two years ago now, just about a week ago, it was two years. And it was the point of what did your dash mean? Who did you who did you impact? What did you leave behind? What did you teach people? What abundance did you give of yourself and what people remember you for? And since that, you know, and then my aunt had died a year later than from her and a lot of our matriarchs are past 
in our family, it's mostly now starting going back down to the next generation, which is me and my sisters and my cousins. And it's the point of what are we leaving and teaching our kids and what abundance we're going to leave them. And same as to me, legacy doesn't mean money. It means what have you passed down yeah. on it. So that is so beautiful and really helping people understand how to cope, how to handle, because things come up that you could never expect. You could never anticipate the stuff is going to hit the fan. That's pretty much a guarantee. And it will always surprise you in the unusual ways that it decides to show up. And mm -hmm. it's about how you approach it, how you process yep. it, how you take that energy that's hitting you in the face and put it behind your back so it gives you wings and pushes you forward and gives you strength. That makes all the difference in the world. And it is, and it's all the mind, like you said, how I, you work with my coaches, but you, I'm sure, work with your people is changing that mind of, I could have went, well, was me instead of, okay, look at what I've done or what I can do or what, you know, type of thing. So it's what I try to, like you said, how to work that in your coaching is to try to let them realize that they have a, a chance to change whatever they don't like. It's not over. Not It's not over till it's over. And then still then. <laughs> and it's still not over. Well, and it's still not I, over then, but. I do have another question for you because obviously there are certain symptoms that people are experiencing before they start working with you. What mm -hmm. are kind of the classic things that you're seeing people are dealing with, struggling with, suffering from before they start working with you? Best of what it is, I think, is, especially when you're talking about uh, beginning entrepreneurs, it's that self-doubt, that limited belief and self-doubt that they can do this. And the problem is, is especially as entrepreneurs, most of your family and friends don't understand. So you feel like you're on an island all by yourself. And while you're trying to do all this stuff, you're feeling like a failure because you got no one to encourage you or give you guidance to it because they don't understand to be able to say what you're doing. They just think you're going, you're nuts. You need your nine to five job with that <laughs> yeah, type of thing. So I think that, you know, what they, when you're at that point that you know there's something more you're supposed to be doing, and even if it's not, you know, another job, if it's writing a book or whatever it may be, but you feel there's something more in you, you want to be an artist on it, but you don't know where to go with it because you're being held back from everything you've been brought up with. I guess is pretty much with it. It's not that it's bad. It's just not the path you really want to go on anymore. You realize your path needs to change and you're not sure how to do it. So that's yeah. where I think as me as an, um, an entry coach is to help you figure out that direction on is it which area of your life, you know, I do a life assessment balance of the seven key areas, which area you need to focus on. And if it is your career, then let's go there. If it's maybe it might be fans, finances, it might be family that is that's holding you, you know, so those are the kind of things when you feel inside of you that, you know, th what you want to do is what you want to do, but you don't know how to start and do it. And no one else understands it. That's why I, I, I like to get people to come to this and realize that I've been there yeah. and understand that on there. <laughs> and honestly, so and still I think there. <laughs> I think that's the hardest part, truly. I think getting started, starting to build that momentum and feeling mm -hmm. like you do have a support group and, and you do have people that you can bounce ideas off of. You do have people to encourage you. That makes a huge difference, especially working with a mentor 
who can help mm-hmm. you get some perspective on what you're facing and what you're dealing with. Because yeah, we, we are a communal species. We work a yes. lot better when we feel like we've got friends and allies going with us on the same journey. But your journey, your growth is different from other people. And when mm-hmm. you feel excitement about something new, like you're writing a book or you're starting a new entrepreneurial business or whatever it is, that fire inside you, that delight, that excitement, fill yourself up with that. Yes. That's what people are super attracted to. Everybody gets caught in that same stuff, different day. Boring. <laughs> you know, we want to shake it up. And when we see somebody who's doing something new and different and they're challenging themselves and they are really making it happen, we know every day isn't perfect. We get yeah. real. Whose day is perfect every <laughs> single moment of the day? No, no. But that you are able to deal with the challenges that come up and find a way to handle them and maintain that sense of gratitude and excitement for what's coming up in your life. Oh my gosh, you're magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. thank you. Yeah, and it is. Like I said, it, it's, I'm still on this journey and I'll always be because of, like you said, is when I hit one plateau, there's a new plateau I want to work to. So it's a new journey. And I, the journey is the fun part. It's not getting to a destination. The journey is what you should be enjoying. Absolutely. Because there's never an end destination to, like we said, there's always more. There is always more. You will always have. And as humans, we want more. We do. As humans, we want more. Besides love, that we want more. We want to be able to do things and strive for things on there. It's what makes us, makes us us. So Vicki, you mentioned that you had a similar transformation. So obviously one of the things that I've experienced is we often want something in our, our world, our circumstances to change And I found that something inside me has to change first before Mm -hmm. I get this external shift in my world. What have you noticed needs to change for your clients internally before they overcome their problems? I think a lot of it is almost kind of what we talked a little before is though that inner self-love. Because if you're going to have people come to you and help them, in whatever service it may be, you got to be somebody to attract them, but you can't have a wall up on it that you're repelling them thing else. So I think that what they need to realize is, and the thing is they have it in them. They just don't know it. You know, same as myself. Like I said, I didn't, my first words always out of my mouth was I put myself down because it was my mechanism so that I took power over somebody else saying something on it and i've always been overweight my whole life so it's always been that struggle of not fitting in and not be you know the stigmatism and the thoughts that go with it on there so when you can take that power back without knocking yourself down is the biggest i think thing on it and it's not something that it's going to happen overnight it's a process and that's the biggest thing but if you have faith and you believe in yourself, you believe in your higher power, you know, that with the work and with the guidance of a mentor and him, you can make it the type of an idea. But it is, like you said, I think to them, it's to realize that when they tap into themselves, they'll be surprised how much they have. And my biggest thing I think is, is sometimes we forget about what we've done and how far we've come. 
we only see how far we want to go. Yes. Yeah. You know what? That was when I was losing all my weight. They would say, you you think else? Because I originally lost like 150 pounds. And they were saying, you look so great. I'm like, I still saw the same image till they showed me a photo. Till I actually saw that of how far I've come. Yeah. So yeah. I think we forget about how far we come and only see where we want to go and feel like a failure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important to look at progress. Mm -hmm. It really makes a massive difference. But I want to go back to something that you said, because you really sparked something that I remember <laughs> from Brene Brown. And she is really an expert at what are the emotions that come up for people and what are we doing in our lives? And she said, everybody wants one key thing above all else. They want to feel a close, intimate, personal relationship with one other person a physical person, and you should also have one with the God of your understanding, for sure. But mm. they really, really, really crave that kind of close relationship with another person. The thing they fear the most, they do not want to be vulnerable. They never let them <laughs> see you sweat, never let them, never admit that there's yeah. a problem, never show, uh-uh, you have to deny. But unfortunately, and ironically, the only way you can have that deep, intimate personal relationship is if you are willing to be open and vulnerable. Is and that's hard. That interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's hard. Even with that, that's hard because like you said, it's always that protection, you that little armor that you put up to it, but to you break it down and realize to let it in to, as to let it out. Absolutely. Vulnerability is actually your greatest strength. And that doesn't mean that you're a victim and you're crying on everybody's shoulder and oh, woe is no. me. No, no, no. Key people that you can be open with, who can give you objective perspective when you are ready to take action. This mm -hmm. is not just the woe is me hour. This is the I'm serious about making this business thrive and I'm running into this roadblock. I need an objective perspective. May I share with you that kind of vulnerability? Yeah. Yeah. That makes all the difference in the world. It really does. Well, you know, Vicki, we started to talk a little bit about progress. And I think that is one of the biggest challenges. You're absolutely right. Everybody would love to have that magic wand and hey, poof, now everything I want is perfect exactly the way I want it. Yeah. Because they think that that's really the goal. The goal is the journey. The goal is that transformation you experience and the growth you experience and the love you create. Oh, yeah, so it, it is. You've got a specific process that you use with your people. Could you share one or two little baby steps that you get people to focus on so that they know they're making progress? Yeah, and I think the, the thing I like to try to start with them on is to realize when they take those small little action steps each day, and it doesn't have to be major that they add up. You know, if you take the, in our thing that how we work on our coaching is if you take three action steps a day, that's over a thousand action steps a year. So, when, and if you take those action steps, when you've set those clear goals and what clear action steps you want to take and then break them down to daily little actions, you'd be surprised how much more you can achieve. So I try to get them to start thinking we have this goal that we want to be this big person or big business or write this big book. Let's start with 
what's the title of your book on it we'll think else get in get first even start before that get yourself a journal that you really like is pretty a special pen take those kind of steps first think of the outline of it take a day or a week to work on that write 20 words a night in your towards your book you know 20 a page or two a night breaking them down into the small steps so that you have the small wins to keep pushing you forward yeah because if you put you know that i'm going to write a book and that's your goal it's going to take you forever to check that goal off it, it may really take is. you a month three months whatever so you feel like you're a failure till you can check that goal off but if you break it down to smaller things you're you're achieving things and you're giving yourself that pat on the back and that in just humanology of science it brings out endorphins and things and i don't know all the terminology sorry on that <laughs> but i know what it makes you feel that's all that counts that is that, <laughs> that, is. that is not my forte <laughs> no it's all but, about how you feel it really is and i love what you're saying about the baby steps and the consistent action every day and one of the things that i always encourage my clients to do is something that i call celebrate in advance mm -hmm. so like for that. example one of the things that i will do what I'm journaling in the morning is sometimes I'll say, you know, I'd really like to hear from two mentors today. And it would just be really helpful to get feedback from two mentors today or guidance or ideas, inspiration. Mm -hmm. So I'll be in the grocery store. There are total strangers in front of me. I have no idea who they are and they're having a conversation. I have no idea what they're talking about, but something they say just sparks an idea in me and they were my mentors for the day. And it's only because I, like that. I celebrate in advance and I let the divine know this is what I'm looking for. Just like setting mm -hmm. my intention. Yes. Bring in the guidance. And sometimes it'll be a random book that pops up or somebody recommends something to me. These things are flowing our way, but often we have such tunnel vision. We just don't notice all yeah. the opportunities and blessings that are coming in. Yeah. I'm sure you know Mel Robbins. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. The thing I don't know if she says about finding hearts. Anything else? And I had did that the one time when I was walking around the block. I, think I, was, I saw like so many little rocks in the street that look like hearts. Yeah. And it is, like I said, it's that thing of when you bring your mind into what you want, of focusing it, it does. And But it's, like I said, I'm hoping everyone realizes Everything we're saying is not going to happen overnight. You know, the changing of your mindsets to do it. But if you don't start, you're never going to be anywhere different than you are. Absolutely. And it builds faster than you anticipate. Because oh, yeah. as you start doing these baby steps and you see the progress that you're making and you acknowledge and appreciate yourself. Yeah for taking action towards your dreams. It builds your self-confidence. It, it builds yes. your self-esteem. It builds your self-love. People notice because you're doing your little things. You're encouraging other people to do their little things and you celebrate each other back and forth. And all of a sudden yes. you've got this support group and, and you're being an incredible role model for your kids, for your neighbors, for your family, for your friends. And it just builds so much more quickly than you could ever imagine but you have to get started yeah absolutely and and it is and it's those you know some people say well it's just it's like it's just buying a pen but you have to do something you know for it it's if you don't start taking those smaller steps but yeah it's gonna add up 
anything else to it. But, you know, you could either do nothing and it adds up to zero or you could do something and it adds up to five steps by the end of the week, you know, right. of closer to you're closer than you were before. And it is you then can celebrate what I did do of it. You know, then I didn't do nothing. Exactly. And I also find that the emotions that are associated with it make a big difference too. If I go into it and I'm I'm buying a pen that I just love, I love the texture, I love the way it feels in my hand, I love the way the ink right, I like the color of the ink, you know, the just the ease and the flow. And I can focus on that. That lifts my energy. When I approach things with gratitude and celebration, mm-hmm. yes. all of a sudden, because that's truly what we're doing with these little action steps is we're getting that energy going of excitement, enthusiasm, passion, resilience. And that only happens when we are willing to take those actions and don't do it like, oh, seriously, I have to go buy a stupid pen. Or really, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that that will not get you where you want to go. ever no 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 well vicky you very generously offered a beautiful free gift to help us get where we want to go could you tell us a little bit about that sure it's on my b cap system is what i call it it's putting on your business cap um is the kind of thing for it and it's basically on how to take all that chaos that's in your head put it down on paper organize it set the action steps and set your um, plans for the week on it in the day and the month and going from there, because we try to, as women mostly, but we try to balance all these things going in our head and we don't know where we're going first. And when you learn to just take it all out of your head and put it down. And there's a big thing. I'm sure you've all heard paper to pen is a lot more than typing. It works a lot more of those chemical things going on in your body for it. But when you write it down in there and get it all out, you just realize how much weight you took off your body on there. And then you got to, okay, now I did that. You got to do something with it though. You can't just say, okay, it's all on the paper. It's going to happen by itself. You know, you got to figure out what I I did a post today on my um, Facebook page about productivity and to-do list. To-do lists are all those things you have to get done, doctor's appointments, this, that, or whatever. Your productivity or your action steps are working towards those goals and dreams you have. So it's learning to balance your time and your day between them both, but making sure your action steps are done no matter what. You can always put the load of laundry off till tomorrow on it, but you can't put your dream off anymore. No, you have to make your dreams a priority. You have to make yourself a priority. That is so important. Thank you so much for that. And I know people are going to want to download your ebook. I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. So it's really easy for everybody to get. So one of the things that we do here that's a little unique, we always turn the tables on our guests because we know that when we give is when we receive the most. So Vicki, what can we do to support you? downloaded the book and let me know how you feel and how it works for you is great on that. Um, But I would love for you just to even just come look at my website, see the different things I have. I have a Facebook group that I'm building and stuff like that of community of women to support each other. So just um, giving me the love and prayers back on there. But also I think it's just to really just, Open up your own mind and see it and try it and see what the opportunity is, how it can help you. 
Wonderful. Thank you, Vicki, so much. You've made my life a little difficult because now I have to pick just one of the many, many amazing <laughs> things you said to do the Activate Abundance segment around. And you're not making my life any easier today. <laughs> it's it's a nice thing to complain about when there's such a plethora of abundance that you're overwhelmed by the abundance. But stick around because I'm going to be activating abundance in just a second. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Man, I loved what Vicki had to say. It was just so powerful and so heartfelt. You know, she's been there, done that, still going through the process. Don't we all? It's called being alive. <laughs> and I'm just really grateful, step one, grateful for Vicki to take the time to share her ideas and her passion and her enthusiasm with us because it's amazing. It's so compelling. Step two is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And I have never heard someone talk about abundance as being your legacy and what you are creating for those you leave behind. And it's not just the money. It's not the inheritance. It is the inheritance of traditions, of, of feelings, of meanings of different things. You know, that's like the inside silly jokes that you have when you're a kid growing up with your parents. And it's just something random. And only you and your family know what this means, but it makes you laugh every single time. It's stuff like that. You are creating a legacy just by being who you are. You are so beautiful and so filled with love and abundance and divinity. And you're sharing that with other people really ignites the world. So kudos. I loved hearing that. So step three is to appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Because I'm not looking at abundance as just what am I experiencing in my lifetime? No, 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 no. I'm looking at abundance as what it, are all of us experiencing in our lifetimes and what is the legacy we are gifting to the world that goes beyond ourselves? And thanks to the internet, you know, people will be able to watch the abundance journey for years and years and years, long after I'm gone, if they choose to. So how cool is that, that we can get Vicky's ideas and insights and blessings for years to come? So that's step three, is to appreciate the difference it can make in your life, because I'm playing a bigger game now right? Having that perspective shift, that abundance is actually the legacy you leave behind, it changes everything for me. So step four is to activate abundance. We've got three different options. The first one is to take out a calendar and actually write down when you're going to do something. The second one is to maybe uh, create a physical trigger, a reminder. Maybe you cross your fingers or you tug on your ear and it reminds you to show up in a certain way. The third option is to make a declaration. And what I'm going to do, I have uh, certain documents that I like to review every morning when I sit for guidance and I do my journaling. And the key thing for me 
is abundance is a legacy. That phrase, abundance is a legacy, is something that's going to live with me. It's going to be a call out that I use in my public speaking. It's going to be a foundational message that I share with people. Abundance is your legacy. And it's your legacy of emotion and the way you think about the world and the way you interact with the world and the way you support other people. It's about who you're being. It's not about the stuff you leave behind. It's the emotion that you empower in everyone around you. Man, so powerful. Step five, celebrate your progress. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've been all about abundance for years and this is the very first time someone has said abundance is the legacy you leave behind. It's in who you're being. The first time I am blown away and I really want to celebrate this because it adds a whole different layer to the concept of abundance and what is possible and what we can all enjoy and savor and experience throughout our lives. Thank you, Divine. How can it get even better than this? Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.